Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. Uh, we have a corporate update and introduction this morning for everybody, a new guest on the show. But before we get to that discussion, let's go through the numbers this morning. Gold and silver just skyrocketed out of the gates this morning. Gold currently, August futures basis, trading at $1,837. Silver, over $21 at $21.39. The miners per the GD, GDX is up uh, about uh, just over 1% or $0.55, cents, uh, gapped up this morning and kind of settling in at that area. The GDXJ up over 2% at 57 dollars 93 cents so this morning we are introducing you to labrador gold labrador gold uh, trades on the tsx venture with the symbol lab and also on the otc markets here in the u.s with nkosf and joining me this morning is the ceo of the company mr roger moss roger welcome to mining stock daily thanks trevor happy to be here uh, so you're based in Toronto. Uh, you you got a couple hours ahead of me because uh, I'm based in Denver. But uh, you know, I, it'd be nice to get uh, just kind of your thoughts here on this uh, big bull market we have uh, here in junior mining and also the precious metals. As a CEO of the company, this has got to be a really exciting time for you. Oh, absolutely! It's uh, it's been quite a uh, quite a quite a roller coaster, I guess. It's um, since uh, the sort of the, the the depths of the uh, of the coronavirus pandemic in March, uh, things have come along pretty well, and um, you know the 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 gold market continues continues to to head upwards. It's great for uh, great for all all gold mining stocks. Um, obviously, the uh, the majors benefited first, and uh, it's it's has certainly trickled down. To the junior miners, uh, it seems. I mean, we had a we had a oversubscribed financing closed uh, just over a week ago, and um, we wouldn't have been able to contemplate that even even a month ago. So uh, so yeah, absolutely, we're we're very happy. We believe that uh, having having raised that money has has given us a good platform to move forward with uh, with our project. Yeah. So let's talk about the project and. And really, from an introduction's sake, uh, talk to us about uh, about Labrador Gold. Uh, how long has the company been around, and what is the key property uh, as uh, that has been uh, acquired as of recent that you're really spending a lot of your time focusing on? Yeah, well, uh, Labrador Gold in its current incarnation has been around for about uh, two two and a half years. Uh, prior to that, it was another another company called Nikos Explorations. Um, Labrador Gold really came about when we acquired uh, three projects in Labrador from uh, well-known prospect uh, Sean Ryan of the Yukon. And uh, really, what we were trying to do there is replicate the success that Sean had with White Gold up in the Yukon, uh, replicate that success up in up in Labrador. And uh, we certainly managed to do that. We had we've had two field seasons up in Labrador, and uh, both both the projects that we we held have uh, come along quite nicely. Um, but of course, uh, as you alluded, the uh, we have acquired a another project more recently, and that really came about 
on the heels of the announcement of the discovery by Newfound Gold of, uh, I think it was 92, 92.86 grams a ton over 19 meters, um, near Gander in Newfoundland. So that, uh, that came out, if I remember correctly, end of January. And, uh, of course, that brought a lot of attention to, uh, to that part of the world. And I knew that Sean had, uh, who we were still partnered with on the Labrador properties, had some claims in Newfoundland. Um, so I started talking to him about them, and uh, I didn't realize that they were uh, quite as uh, strategically located as they are. Um, so between, uh, between the announcement of the discovery and, and the prospectors and developers conference in March, um, I talked to Sean quite a bit, and we entered into a bit of a bidding war um, for those properties, which fortunately for us, we, uh, we managed to we managed to acquire during during the PDAC, and uh, so so now what we're sitting with is what we call our Kingsway property. It's located uh, about four and a half kilometers north east of the uh, Newfound Gold discovery, and uh, it consists of two claim blocks. And uh, more recently, we optioned another property which links those two claim blocks together, and so now we we have three claim blocks. Um, covering an area of about 77 square kilometers, a long strike from the newfound gold discovery, and uh, with lots of lots of gold anomalies, lots of smoke, and uh, we're just getting geared up to get out there and start our summer program. So you've done some exploration work on the Kingsway project over the uh, the last couple of years, according to your corporate. Uh, Presentation here: Three years of recent exploration showed gold anomalies. Until was uh, was Sean uh, Sean Ryan was he the individual and his team doing this exploration work, or where does this work come from? Oh yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't actually Labrador Gold doing that work. Sean was involved, but um, the the till sampling, vegetation sampling was was carried out by a company called Torque Resources, who held an option on a much larger piece of ground around the the licenses that we acquired from Sean. Um, Sean was involved in that work um, and Torque dropped the licenses, I believe, in 2018 or maybe early 2019. And uh, Sean went back last year and did some more sampling, taking taking a bunch of soil samples. So there is actually quite a um, quite a good geochemical database for us to work with. And one thing that Sean has mentioned to me is that basically the the two the two licenses that we acquired from him down an area of about 45 kilometers by 15 kilometers to these two licenses based on the them being the most prospective areas within that larger area. Uh, so, from my understanding, the newfound gold geology—it it sounds like people are pretty excited about this, about what they have there and, and what they've been able to uh, drill and show. Are you seeing similar type of mineral, uh, similar type of geology at surface here from the exploration as newfound as well, or are there discrepancies? Well, 
I have to say that we haven't been on the ground out there yet. So my information is basically based on uh, on research that I've done. Um, what, I, what I can say is that the the rocks that host the uh, the newfound discovery are the same rocks as uh, occur on our two licenses or three licenses as it is now. Uh, we do have uh, the same structures that uh, are associated with the the discovery of newfound gold. In particular, there's a there's a structure called the Appleton Fault Zone, which appears to control much of the gold mineralization on Newfound Gold's license or licenses, and that structure runs up through both of our both of our licenses uh, to the northeast. And the the occurrences that are on our licenses are also associated with that structure. So we're pretty confident that we are in a similar gold environment, and that uh, we're pretty excited about getting out there and, and following up these occurrences this summer. Well, uh, Sean does have a great uh, project up in the Yukon. You mentioned before that's white gold. And I know that their exploration season up in the Yukon, you know, is pretty narrow on the on the calendar. Will he be spending much time here in Labrador this summer, or will he be spending a lot more time up in the Yukon? Uh, I, I don't know if he'll spend a lot of time in, in uh, Labrador, Newfoundland. Um, I, I assume that he will come out and visit and uh, see, see what's happening. Uh, assuming, of course, that we, we, can, we can travel around relatively freely with, without doing too much, uh, too much self-isolation. Um, the Newfoundland uh, government seems to be um, helping the mining industry in that respect, in that uh, while the general general public or tourists aren't, aren't allowed in yet without doing a 14-day self-isolation, um, workers coming in to work in the mining industry are allowed to go out to their, to their camps or place of work and uh, go to work each day uh, while uh, self-isolating while they're back in their in their camps or their hotels. So um, there is there's the the opportunity for us to get out and, and do some work without being uh, stuck for 14 days in uh, in quarantine. So the Kingsway property, it appears to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is a pure greenfields exploration project. Uh, it's it's greenfields in the in the in the uh, to the extent that it hasn't been it hasn't been drilled uh, significantly, so it's it's still looking for a really good first phase drill program. Um, as I said before, we have a lot of a lot of geochemical data um, that we have compiled that we can see um, we can see some good targets already. The work that we're going to do first firstly this summer is going to refine those targets so that by the time we get to drilling, we'll have a pretty good idea of, uh, of what, we're, what we're doing and what we, want, what we expect to find. So yes, it's, uh, it's green fields, and, uh, but I think if, if you were to look at, for example, Newfound Gold, um, I think they had been working on those, those properties for about three years prior to announcing that uh, the discovery in January. 
Um, and this this will be our first year, but I do believe that the that the geochemical database that we have will allow us to uh, to advance much more rapidly than say taking another three years before we before we start a, a, a good drill program. Okay. Uh, looking through the news over the last month, there was a lot of announcements based on the financing of the company. I and mean, this seemed like this was basically a one month ordeal. You started out you announced a three and a half million dollar private placement. Uh, there was some flow through shares involved in that deal. Uh, you raised it to five million, settled on basically four and a half million uh, when it was closed. Uh, walk us through this one month time period and, and a lot of this fluctuation in news that came out with the financing. Yeah, well, I think, you know, uh, it was uh, partly, well, there, there were a couple of things going on. As, as we, met, we discussed earlier, the gold price had some, something to do with it. The other, the other aspect, of course, was the newfound gold uh, discovery and the uh, the um, interest around that, um, which uh, sort of fell out into into Labrador Gold, because it's a very interesting case right now in in, the, in that Ganda area. Um, it's really the only significant holders of land in the Ganda area are Newfound Gold, who, as you know, are, are, are private, about to go public, and Labrador Gold. So, if you believe as I do, that this is a this is going to turn into a district play. There's right now there's only one way to play it, and that's Labrador Gold, um, unless you're lucky enough to be able to get in on the IPO of Newfound Newfound Gold. So I think that was that was sort of the bad. That's the backdrop of the financing. We started out with three and a half three and a half million, which I, which we decided was something that we could we could do uh, a really decent uh, decent program. This this year and going into next year without having to worry about financing, say in the fall, if we get a second round of of, of coronavirus, whatever happens, nobody knew. So I was I was of the mind that okay, I would rather rather um, raise more than less. And so we started out at three and a half, which I thought was reasonable, and then that quickly became oversubscribed. Um, so and within that three and a half, you're correct. There was there was a million. A million dollars of flow through, um, which which gave us a bit of a better, it, it gave us a bit of a, a better, um, it was less dilution, put it that way. So we got a better price for the flow through shares and consequently less dilution for our shareholders. Um, and then as we went along, we had so much uh, so much interest in this financing that um, that we upped it we upped it to five. Five million—that's five million total, including the including the one million of flow through—and finally we settled on five point three million total. Um, so it was uh, it was a significant uh, a significant increase. But as I said earlier, not knowing what's going to happen in the fall, winter, whatever the case may be, um, we we made the decision that we we would raise. Raise as much money as we as we as was reasonable. We probably could have raised quite a bit more, <laughs> but uh, we 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 wanted to cut it off at some point, and and that's what we decided on. All right, so you have money in the bank, uh, Roger. 
now that you're cashed up, lead us into what it's going to take for Labrador Gold to make that first discovery. Well, I think one of the reasons that Sean and I um, get along so well is we have a very, very um, similar uh, philosophy on exploration, and that is that, that you do it systematically so that when you get to the point where you're actually doing the drilling, you're drilling your absolute best targets and you reduce the risk as much as you can before you start drilling. So for us, what that means is we're going to refine our, ge our geochemistry. We're going to do a lot of soil sampling this summer, probably cover what's, what's not already covered in the three licenses. Um, and that's important because historically, the, the uh, gold occurrences, including, including the one that, uh, the new, that Newfound, Newfoundland gold drilled, um, have been found by soil sampling and then trenching those, the, the anomalous gold values in the soil samples. So that's how these things have been found historically, and we have no no uh, reason to think that they won't more won't be found using the same method. So soil sampling is important. That's our number one criteria. Second, um, we know that structure is important. So how do we define the structure? There are different ways you can do that. We already know that there are major structures like the Appleton Fault Zone going through um, the area, and they seem that seems to be associated with with many of the gold occurrences. But it's not necessarily the main the main focus of gold mineralization in, say, a deposit, usually those are second order structures, smaller structures that come off those main structures. So to find those structures, we want, we're, we're going to be using magnetics and what's called VLF, um, very low frequency electromagnetics. So basically what, what that does it, it, is it picks out structures um, that may that may be associated with gold mineralization. So that so those are the two key things that we'll be doing um, in the in the summer going into fall. And in the fall, we will be looking at drilling some of the best of those anomalies. Um, we will because there's quite a bit of overburden in the area, and that's why tranching has worked quite well in in, in the past. We'll probably start drilling with what's called a RAB drill, which Sean has used to great effect up in the Yukon. And you can quickly, you can quickly test a number of uh, anomalies um, efficiently and, and, and cost-effectively. So that's, that's sort of where we're, where we're looking at going through into the fall. Um, next year, we expect that we will be um, looking at a bigger full-scale drill program and uh, if we haven't discovered anything in the fall, I think we're going to discover it next year. All right. Well, we appreciate kind of that timeline here, Roger. Um, before we let you go, what would you like our listeners or even your shareholders who are listening to know about Labrador Gold? Uh, I think that Labrador Gold is in a position right now where it has some of the best land well, it has the best land in the Gander Gold District outside of New Newfoundland Gold's claims. Um, we intend to aggressively explore it, and I think it's going to be 
a pretty a pretty good ride. I'm excited about it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to making a discovery out in Ganda in the next year. All right, Roger. Well, appreciate your time, and best of luck this summer and into the fall. And we'll be sure to. Uh, look for some of those results as you present the news out to the market as we move forward. So thank you so much. Thank you, Trevor. It's been great. Uh, that's Roger Moss. He is the president and director of Labrador Gold. And we'll be back later today with some more market commentary. Stay tuned.